Hi, I'm Natalie. You may know me from such podcasts as this one, Infinitely Irrational. And you've already, if you've been hanging out with us for this special series, you know that Kay and I are both working on separate projects, though we miss each other terribly. And so in the meantime, I'm bringing in some amazing friends to help us through these trying times. Uh, Jennifer Stallman is back with us again. She's going to talk with us a little about building community, and we're just going to riff off of it. And you know that we've got lots in common, and I've talked about this damn tiger... <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. We've talked about this Tiger King yeah. documentary, but I really want to say we have also watched The Mandalorian. We have like we pretty much yes. love all of yes. the same things. I, you know, Cobra Kai is Cobra. next. Yes, thank you. I swear oh my to you. gosh, I swear to you. Thank you. The covenant you are making <laughs> with me. So welcome back, Jennifer. We will connect after you or during. We can live. Well, we can't live tweet it. You can live tweet no. your your responses to Cobra Kai. Let's do that. Okay. So this this third episode that we've we've got you here for, we're going to talk a little bit about building community. And I know that that's a huge, huge thing that folks are dealing with right now. And it's really a common thread that we've been talking about for really all of our episodes together. How can faculty, even though they've developed the relationship, now we've had this disruptive event, how can they continue to build community in their class? And so give us your sage thoughts. Oh, thank you. Um, I I just I keep thinking, and this is from my perspective, that this is such this is such a cool experiment because you have been able to already build, you know, you know your students at this point, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you've already kind of built that foundation. Well, now you get to kind of play with how to, you know, keep that going for the rest of the semester online. And you know, every now and then people are like, you know, especially if they're thinking about teaching from uh, from the get-go online. They're like, I don't know how I'll connect with my students. I don't know how I'll reach them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, don't you understand that like people connect online all the time. People get married because they met online. The I mean, world has <laughs> definitely gotten smaller. Right, right. And so you can definitely do that. And I think one thing that you just is... It, for practical reasons that you need to kind of think of first is, you know, how do I want to reach out and stay connected with my students? And, you know, do I want to do more asynchronous things? You know, do I want to have discussion? Do I want to create say asynchronous just in case we've got folks Ooh. that haven't taught online? Right. Tell us a little about what that means. Yes. Um, really, the decision is between asynchronous and synchronous. Asynchronous is everyone doesn't meet at the same time. You know so it's I mean? not like in a classroom where everybody must come. Exactly. Like there won't be any, everybody's going to gather online at two on a Tuesday every week. Mm-hmm. And if you're not there, you've there. missed everything. Exactly. The material is out there for the whatever the length of the module is and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the discussion, the assignments, everything is kind of expected to be covered and done during that module. But, but students can work on it when they have the time in their day and their schedule to work on it. Now, straight up, this is my preferred way to deliver content online because so I l- think- Let me unpack this yeah. a little bit. So essentially right, right, what, you, what you're saying is, is face-to-face classes are synchronous because they're all at the same time. We're all together and it's yes. here and you're there or you're not. But asynchronous, yep. you might still deliver content, whether you do that with a YouTube mm-hmm. video or, or you know, you've made a little PowerPoint that is animated yes. and also has audio, but the students yeah. can access it on their own time. So if Tuesday at three works or Friday right. at midnight works, they can access exactly. it all within a, a set period of time that works. 
Right. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah. So yeah, asynchronous. I like it for online. Um, it gives your your students an opportunity to kind of fit school more into when they have time to work on it. Especially, especially you know, right now. now. Yes, right now where everything is weird. You know, maybe your your students are now homeschooling their kids, and so they're busy with that, and God they're trying them. to work from home. Got no doubt, no doubt. You know, one of my um, friends just posted well, on social media. He said, "I'm really just going to start using. Um, I'm going to start speaking to my students in, or to my." <laughs> my students to my kids in the Mandalorian in Mandalorian it's like I have spoken this is the way <laughs> exactly so they may they may want to stop everything and come to class at two on a Tuesday but mm -hmm. they just can't they have mm -hmm. to wait till maybe nine on a Tuesday when everybody's hopefully asleep and they can get to it but you don't have to do it that way if you're not comfortable doing it that way if you want to still meet them synchronously all at the same time every week you know for whatever for some lecture for some just everybody gather and we'll have some office hours kind of thing we'll kind of unpack everything that's um, the, the material that we've covered so far you can certainly do that as well you know using any of the any of the software like again zoom or webex something mm -hmm. like that so you kind of, I think initially you have to kind of make that choice and it doesn't have to be black or white. You can do many things to be delivered asynchronously and then have some live office hours. You know, you could do a, a combination blend, of yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. But whatever you're comfortable with, that's the key. Whatever you're comfortable with, whatever you're confident using. You know, we talked a little about in the last episode, we talked about some, or I had mentioned, you know, whatever you do on the first day of class, whether that's lecture, whether you really get into group work and collaboration, whether you do all these things. And definitely mm -hmm. you can do that. But I think what's important is that you maintain your personality in that online environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was, and that can be hard when you're, when you're recording yourself, you know, we're all our worst, worst critic. Mm -hmm. right? Nobody likes the way they look. Nobody likes the way they sound. And I just want to encourage you, just your students have heard how you sound and looked right at you. For, All for semester, the first, yeah. They know. They know what you look like. So yeah, you know, but recording it, you know, it feels a little more permanent. And, you know, it, sometimes there are just concerns about but what if I'm myself in a video and then somebody shares that video out somewhere and somebody else doesn't like what I've said? There is well, that you know little what, bit of though? concern too. But. Look at the media that we are consuming right now and the things that are really going viral. And it's just folks that are like, they've got their, their camera up and they're just like, man, yes. life is tough right now. I mean, yes. now more yes. than any time is, is the yes. best time for you to just experiment and see what works. And, yeah. you know, I was, I was, talking to a friend the other day who's also helping folks transition online because apparently I have a ton of friends that do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, so that being said, one of the things, this is an art professor and she was talking about, you know, she, she misses her, her students. One of the things that they do in class is she does this Japanese tea ceremony with them. And Very so cool. how, you know, she's like, I have to give that up. And my friend was like, why? I mean, yeah. me and yeah. my friend have virtual coffee all the time. Why not? Why not do that? And if that's important to you and that's something that is is just non-negotiable for you to give up, like, don't let's see how don't we can give it up. It. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so rewarding mm-hmm. when you when you do do that too. It's it, like you just talked about having, you know, virtual coffee with your friend. We mm-hmm. just um, we just had like a virtual little happy hour, a little visit with a couple of friends of ours who would never never would have for some reason video chatted like why would yeah. we never have done that before right right but we did it last night and it was so amazing like it was just so good to see them it was so good to talk to them mm-hmm. and yeah when you when you put yourself out there and reconnect with your students like that it can be yeah. very very rewarding it's and you know and and to the to look at that a japanese tea ceremony we're going to do this virtually. That's so creative. And her it students, is. I feel like her students are going to remember that forever because Absolutely. at the end of all of this, you know, this too shall pass, no question. But at the yeah. end of all of this, what will your students remember? They'll remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. Yes. And I think, yeah, I think like, and just the idea that she's trying it, like Mm -hmm. there's something about that that I think Mm -hmm. is so meaningful. Like even if it's something that, you know, three years from now, she wouldn't, if she has the option, she's be like, well, you know, I still want to do it face to face. No doubt. Um, Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, That's again, totally reasonable, totally fine. But that she put herself out there and that she tried it. Mm -hmm. I I think it's going to be, yeah, it's a really cool experience for all of them. I'm yeah, I'm I was blown away. I just I love the creativity that people are coming up with right now. And it's yeah. it's even just what problem are you trying to solve, right? One thing I think is funny is like the the um backgrounds of people's video. People get they're like, Oh, I don't want anybody to see my house. So, you know, they'll either blur the background or they put like Hogwarts. <laughs> you or- know which one I do. <laughs> That's why I mentioned that one. And- <laughs> well, my friend and- tells me that her husband has like the UC Irvine background background and I was like oh he's trying to be professional and she's like nah he's like hanging out with his friends right now and it's still his background <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic I just want ever since the meme of the woman whose boss turned herself into potato and couldn't yes. get herself to turn back like that is all I want to be I just want to be the potato in every every <laughs> meeting every meeting but like you know people kind of get worried about that and mm-hmm. you know unless there's something in the background like i don't know you get your social security number up on the wall or something <laughs> if there's something you know that you really don't want them to see people you want know, don't, the don't human connection yeah. right now they want the real yeah. you yeah i mean they honestly wanna, they want to maybe be able to see the books on your bookshelf and, and yeah, that's, I, a, that's okay. i love doing that but like i love seeing what are you reading right now but even with the, the communication that I've been sending to my students, one of them emailed me something and I wrote back and I said, you know, with, with all of this gestures vaguely. And then another one I wrote, she, I wrote them and I was like, please let me know you're okay. And she wrote me back and she was like, I'm not dead, lol. And, um, you know, so like the communication between me and my students was like, thank God, like you wrote, you wrote to me. I'm just glad to hear you. I'm sending them yeah. even more memes than I normally do or I show them, you yeah. know, because I just... One, I miss them. I, I'm given. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm led to believe at least some of them miss me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm led to believe. <laughs> In my dreams, I would like to think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, just be you. And you know what? Part of you right now may be being home, trying to actually record lecture while you've got mm-hmm. little children running around. And you know what? If one of the little children runs pass in the background or you have to pause your video for a second because you got to go deal with the little children it it's is okay, okay. Yeah. you can say you can say you know if you're recording a video you could say hey hang on a second i'm gonna hit pause because i gotta go wrangle these kids you know <laughs> so then you know like if you don't want to go back 
can do a lot of editing. You can pause there and then you can pick it back up when you come back. But but you know yeah, what? Don't... Like, so I, me and Kay, we do this podcast, right? Yeah, and yeah. Kay and I, if I'm going to be grammatically correct. <laughs> but uh, we do this podcast and there are several times where stuff happens. Like my dog decides he's going to just join in because he feels yes. like um, yes. There's an episode on Fermat where we were talking about Carnival Row and he just did not even want to hear those words. And I was like, you know what? I'm leaving this in here. I don't care. It's funny. Right. It and, is. It is. You know, and it's, it's a part of your life. And it's, right. it is something that other people can connect with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the like other it. thing, too, in, in building community is that there are lots of tools that are available for that. One of the things that I love, we, we've been talking about video a lot, right? And I don't mm-hmm. want to get too deep in the weeds with this. But no. one tool that I really, really like that's made such a huge difference in my online classes is Flipgrid. And it's free if you've got like yes. a Microsoft account or whatever. And so one thing though, is you can't just put up a, a, a thing and say, talk to each other. You have to kind of develop good prompts. And so mm-hmm. normally in a normal online class, not in this emergency disruptive situation, but Caveat. students introduce themselves. And I say, you know, like, tell me your name, like why you're taking this class, what your major is, anything you want us to know about you. But I also ask another question, like if you could travel anywhere in the world, dream with me, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where Love would it. you travel? And, yeah. you know, and why? And I love learning about my students that way. And yeah. it's so, it's so fun. And so then we have this kind of weekly thing where I've got some kind of questions. Some of them are about math, but some of them, mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't. And that's kind of their safe space to talk and I they like get that. to know each other. And so what ended up happening was um, in my online classes that are still kind of running right now, I basically mm-hmm. told my students just work and let me know when you're ready for the test and we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working around your schedule. But, you know, like one student checked in on the discussion, the, the text-based discussion board, not even the video one. And she goes, could you, like, I just want to make sure everybody's safe and okay. And I miss you guys. Even Aww. though this was an online class before. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they managed to build community there. And there's tons of ways to do this. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think one thing you said there was very important, and that's the prompts. And giving them a space where they feel comfortable talking to one another. Yeah. And, and giving them prompts. Like, people like to talk about themselves. And mm-hmm. anytime you can connect whatever your subject is to an experience your students are having, that makes those connections for them and gives them an opportunity to talk about whatever your subject is in a way that's meaningful to them. You know what's funny? So what's I was developing and improving my online business cal class because I had a face-to-face and an online. And I thought for my mm-hmm. online, you know, I really wanted to find some really meaty, like really fun things for them to talk about. Uh-huh. And one of the prompts that I talked about was I gave them a link to a podcast about the number E, which is the best number in the world. And um, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, I, I gave them this little like three minute, four minute podcast and they listened to it and they learned kind of a little bit about the history of E. And I thought it was interesting, but it didn't like rock my socks off or anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the students were like, I had no idea this number came about in wow. this century. I can't believe like I have been wondering about this number Fantastic. from my high school class. I know it. And I was like, oh, my God, I had no Isn't idea. Amazing? Like, yeah. 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 And, and so then, like, some of them even asked, like, deeper questions about it. I was like, oh. shut up. This is, like, what I want. So <laughs> then I went and looked and did some research and sent them some articles and some, like, uh-huh. fun things, like, surface level. But, you know, that, yeah. that was enough for them to grapple with and, and read a little about and understand why it was cool. But yes. that discovery was so cool for me. 
Oh, that, and that's like, I've used this word before, but it's super rewarding. Yes. Like when your students, you can feel your students like want to continue learning. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, you, you know, that's like, honestly, that's why I made, that's why my dream was to make the infinitely irrational podcast because yeah, I yeah. love telling them stories in class. Actually, I started telling them stories cause I was interested and then <laughs> they were like, what? That's crazy. Tell, them more. Tell me, me more. Different levels of math and every class they would be like, tell the story though. That person wasn't in the class last <laughs> semester. You tell the story. And so that's where, that's where the seeds were planted. And, you know, even it would be like, I would tell them something about Alan uh-huh. Turing, for example, and, and his kind yes. of his just story. And then they would be like, get out of our way. We're going to try this word problem. They wouldn't get <gasps> far because it was hard. It was a hard yeah. one, but yeah. that they were willing to try that, Absolutely. you know, again, is, is what's much more important to me. And, oh. and, you know, I think too, like you see, these folks, these teachers that are just trying in K-12 or wherever that mm-hmm. are just trying to, to make it work. And even in higher ed, obviously all of us are trying to do it right now, but mm-hmm. that the way that the innovative ways that they're connecting with their students and they're sharing their love of their subject with their students yeah. and even helping parents to do it in a way that isn't overwhelming. Like, oh, if your kids are working on fractions, get them to help you cook, right? Or yeah. Yeah. Your kids are older, you can get them to, you know, work on a resume and write a cover letter or thank you letters to grandma or what whatever. I love, what I love about what we're talking about right now here mm-hmm. too, is none of this is deeply technological. Mm-hmm. None of this is, di- none of this is like, you have to be a computer expert to do right. any of this, right? right. So your students were very motivated by a podcast, you know, even, even if you don't want to do a full podcast, because as, as you know, when you do a podcast and put it out for public consumption, there is editing. There is a lot of work that is done. And with there's it. also a, a thing of what if everyone hates me, which is what you said exactly. earlier, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But for your students, if you want to just record some audio and I would keep it kind of short, I would definitely think yeah. about that. You don't want to, you don't want to give them like 50 minutes of audio in our world. Shorter is chunking. I don't know about you. I can't watch 50 minutes straight of TV. I got to pause it. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's entertainment. Even when something audio entertains me, it lulls me to sleep. So just yes. yeah, keep that in mind, chunk mm-hmm. things up. But even if you want to just record small bits of information for your student, like explain one concept and just record a little audio on it. And there's someone at your school that can help you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I love that you mentioned there was storytelling. Because so much of teaching in in so many fields is some storytelling, you know, mm-hmm. really making those. That's how we remember things. That, that's why storytelling has been around since yeah. the dawn of time. That was actually um, how I think uh, at some point in time, I read in some research I was doing for something that that was actually how people were taught was with stories. Yeah. And if you even if you think about like Grimm's and all of them, they were all that's how you exactly. taught lessons. <laughs> yes. Now some of those are pretty grim, but <laughs> but but yeah, you know, you're you're we're talking about we're talking a lot right now about things that teachers do. They're not things you have to be a computer engineer to do, right? You can record audio snippets on your phone yep. and upload those to your class. Again, there are people at whatever school you're at that can help you with that. If you have other people in your house who have phones and things, they probably know or can help you do that. And yeah, it it's helps you still be yourself to your students and to get that material and knowledge out to them and connect with them. 
And so listeners, you know, as we've been talking about this, know that if you're trying to figure out what insert problem here, whether that's building community, whether that's, you know, how do I, what tools can I use for thing X? I don't know, whatever it is, please feel free to reach out uh, podcast at infinitelyrational.com, or you can connect with us on social media. um, And we will, we'll be more than happy to help with whatever brainstorming. I mean, this is, this is super fun. I love solving problems. If you have any you want me to help with, just forward me, oh, yeah. forward me an and email. And also, guys, if you have tools that you're using, if you have suggestions, please, please feel free to reach out. Yes. Because that's, I mean, that's how, that's how we all learn the best from each other, right? Mm-hmm. We learn best from, from what someone else has tried before and what they've learned during that process. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks for listening. If you have questions for me or Jennifer, please feel free to send an email to podcast at infinitelyirrational.com or you can connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Alternatively, you can visit our website at infinitelyirrational.com.